All right, let's go. Um, okay, hi there. Um, I'm Alex. This is the uh, the inaugural episode of Alex and Pals. Uh, it's a show where I get a friend on, or a pal, if you will, and we just kind of talk about stuff, general interests, specific interests, you know, things. Um, so first episode, I'm here with Henry Moulton. Hi. Um, <laughs> um, we're eating some pizza, we're drinking some cider slash beer slash pale ale, depending on if you're me or Henry. And um, Henry, who are you? Um, I'm Henry. Uh, I studied computer science at UCL, which is how I know Alex. Uh, we uh, were in halls together, two doors down. We're in um, Ramsey halls. Yeah, Coldplay were in Ramsey. What up if you guys are listening? Um, and um, yeah, just uh, sort of did computer science and now I work at a WeWork uh, freelancing for a company that does online tuition and we're just here having some WeWork beer and uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about, well, I've never done a podcast before but Alex wants to talk about some stuff and we're just going to sort of jam and just, yeah. I've never done a podcast either. Um, but uh, yeah, Henry's uh, specialist subjects, because this is semi like mastermind, but without points, um, are tech, short for technology, and uh, yeah, thanks, finance. <laughs> cool. um, so, Henry, what do you think about Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> What do you want to know about Bitcoin? Oh, shit. <laughs> what do you want to know about Bitcoin? Mm. I want to know what you think. Do you think it's a bubble? I think it's like... I think do, it's you, like um, do you agree with the uh, recent government minister's uh, thoughts that, it's, uh, that it should be heavily regulated and actually made illegal? Because if everybody takes the money out of Bitcoin at once, then to try buying a house, the whole thing would break. Do you think that it's uh, like the pre two thousand and eight financial markets? So I think I think one. Um, to be clear, there's an incredible amount of like genuine fraud in the cryptocurrency market, and you should be careful, like very careful, if you ever think of putting some money in it. P S A. PSA. That said, um, <laughs> it's it's it, it's based on like like a fundamental breakthrough in computer science, which is pretty cool. You've probably heard like the buzzword term blockchain. Mm-hmm. And um, did you hear about the uh, lemon tea, iced tea company who changed the name to <laughs> lemon <laughs> tea blockchain and who stock jumped by about 7,000% yeah. in so, a day? So it's, it's, it's very hypey, uh, but <laughs> it, it, it crashed. Like, uh, like the price of Bitcoin uh, lost half its value um basically overnight um so you know it's it's a very speculative investment um but i i the the word currency is is pretty useless for it there, there's no way it has enough uh would you call it a commodity uh you'd call it like a sort of like speculative investment i guess mm-hmm. um it's a commodity in the sense that there's a like fixed supply of it, I guess, if that's how you define a commodity, but <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It's I was more on the like a thing, a thing. Yeah, it's like a thing, but it's like a it's like a made up thing. Yeah, but cool, sure. Backed with maths. And that's like a currency. But backed by maths, that says it will be a thing, and yeah. you know, like. Do you think maths is getting too complicated though? Are you, are you worried about the, uh, the amount of energy being used by all the computers that are now just working towards making this made-up currency thing, commodity thing? Yeah, I think that, I think that's really silly. Um, but the 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 general gist of it is that it's software, right? So if smart people come along and improve it. It's a bit like, you know, originally we, we used to have dial-up broadband and you had to wire into your phone and, you know, it would make that a silly noise and it would be really slow. But if I was really pro, we'd edit in that, like, noise right now. Yeah, there you go. Um, but in... <laughs> that was Alex, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you'd be ashamed of that. Um, and... Um, yeah, so like um, it's it's uh, it's but you know there's a lot of scope because it's software it can be improved. There's like a foundation of people, it's sort of like almost like with a non-profit sort of governance who um, you know want to look after it and want to improve it. And there's many parallels to you know to to the web. You know, like you never think of um, the World Wide Web as this place where which actually has like an organization which sort of looks after it but that is true and there's standards bodies which like improve it and who's uh, your favorite it's all done and i don't have like a favorite but like like i it's, like it's, i like the eff yeah. <laughs> the eff is different but they're, they're a cool sort of charity uh based uh they, they just fight for the the good of a electronic movement. frontier foundation yeah like they love it they're cool they love the web um but um yeah, so like, you know, um, it's, but it's, it's, it's fine to like trust it. Like it's not going to like disappear into the ether. Um, and, you know, you, you trust like the green padlock when you're checking out with your credit card number to not securely leak your credit card details. HTTPS, everyone. Yeah. Um, to not leak your credit card details to the rest of the world or to some bad actor, hacker person. Um, so you can generally trust like when a bunch of maths people say that they've come up with a good way of securely doing something um, that it's going to be correct like uh, and that's proven to be true um, what's also proven to be true is that a lot of people have taken advantage of people who have like believed in the hype um, ICOs am I right yeah so you can do something that's called an ICO um, so essentially you can make a company sort of uh, that this is a very simplified version of it that uses another cryptocurrency called Ethereum. And based off, well, it doesn't have to be Ethereum, but Ethereum is a very popular one. And based off that, you can almost create your own sort of token-based currency for a particular application. And then what people are, have proven out to be doing is that essentially they will write what's called a white paper, where they detail how all the sort of like economics of the currency or token will work. And then they will uh, hire a bunch of marketing people to then put out almost overhyped YouTube videos or marketing materials. You might have seen Facebook advertisements. You might have seen like sort of like advertisements all over the internet to get in while it, you know it's hot. Um, and um, you know, I think over the next few years we're going to see that a lot of this was fraudulent. But and so comparison to the dot com bubble where. Uh, professional financial advisors uh, went to jail essentially for hyping up 
companies that actually didn't have the promise um, that they, uh, you know, said that that would happen. It it didn't pan out. And uh, a lot of companies raised hundreds of millions of dollars, went public to... uh, And pounds. uh, And pounds. Uh, Went public to the uh, uh, general public who then put their money in and then promptly lost all their money when the stock price went down. so, you know, people went to jail for that. I imagine some bad people will go to jail for this one too. It's a bit tricky though because it's uh, it's not regulated. There's no such thing as there's no such thing really as ICO fraud uh, because it's not a it's not a uh, it's I not think, a, yeah. it's not a security. It's not like a it's not like a stock or something, you know. So all the people making all the all the laws, they're all too old. They don't know what it is. So yeah, I mean like you have a uh, in the US, you have like the SEC which basically just released some statements and guidelines. Well, actually, um, yeah, I do want to... Yeah, go, go ahead. I just want to say that we are a, we're against the US right, as a podcast. That's our platform. You're just talking about the US a lot. You're saying prices in dollars. Oh, I just want to put that out there. Our official message is anti-America. Um, that's okay. <laughs> I didn't it's know okay. that. It's okay. I hadn't briefed you. I'm sorry. Um, we're, we're not anti-loads of things, but we are anti-America. Um, okay. Carry on. Anyway... <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I think we'll see like the Bank of England um, or uh, whatever governing body here sort of looks after. Is it the FCA? Yeah, maybe? FCA. Uh, yeah. I think um, or FTC. Sorry, no, that's, that's the American one. But uh, yeah, FCA. Yeah, who just conduct authority. Yeah, who just will just tell people bunch of people off and but you know like it's also. I know it sounds sort of bad, but it's 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 been proven to, to, to work. So I think we'll see in the future how this pans out. But but for now, just just be careful. Wow, good, great, thanks, Henry. Um, next thing, um, this one is less land based. Um, what do you think about space, Henry? Do you like space? Space is pretty cool. Yep, wearing a SpaceX T-shirt. So. Henry Henry is. It says Olympus Mons which, if you guys don't know, is uh, one of the tallest mountains in the, the solar system. The tallest? Wow, great. That's the tallest it makes, makes Everest look like a fucking baby. A little tiny mountain, baby mountain. Um, and what would be fun is on Mars, you could jump up it three times as fast as on Earth because there would be a third of the gravity. But also... We're a pro-Mars podcast. We're very pro-Mars. <laughs> Um. <laughs> but but also, if you uh, were looking at the horizon, uh, there would be a sort of imperceptible uh, climb in in a altitude. Altitude. Yeah. It just it w- it wouldn't look like a mountain. In what um, sense? Wait, what? Talk to me about this. Yeah, like it just doesn't like it's like because it's so large in like how far oh, you so have to go across. So the gradient. It, yeah, the, gra- yeah the gradient. Yeah, the gradient. That's it. The gradient. Oh, okay. The gradient is uh, so small that it, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be a mountain, but it is kind of because it's so fucking tall, but also yeah. so fucking wide. Yeah, there you go. Wow, exciting! I think that's the that's the thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. No, I like that. I like oh, that's fun. So, um, are you going to go to Mars, Henry? So I, I hope to go to Mars. Um, um, how how are you going to do that? That seems crazy. How could we go to Mars? So the first manned missions. <laughs> <laughs> So Mars should be happening by, was it now, 2022? Yeah, like what, 2030 ish? 2032, 4? Just some amount of time, hopefully, that you know, we live for. Um, mm. So I, I, plan to, I plan to, like, I plan to, like, you know, maybe die there. 
Who's your Goda. Who's your favorite man who's um, paving the way for that? If you um, had to choose one person who you think is maybe doing something towards that, his name rhymes with Shmilon Shmot. Um, yeah, so there's a guy called Elon Musk. He's very cool. He um, was one of the co-founders of PayPal, sold that for a shit ton of money. Started up a Tesla, um, super cool cars. Um, kind of looked actually, like he was going to fuck he, it he, up. He started SpaceX, I think, before Tesla. Did he actually? Yeah, I think oh, really? that's cool. I did not know that. Wow, that's pretty cool, isn't it? That could it? be wrong. He started yeah. a space company before a car company. I actually don't think that's right. Henry, Google it. Google it. We'll get back to you on this in a second. But anyway, so... Did some PayPal stuff. Did some Tesla stuff. Tesla are pretty cool. You might know about them. Um, and SpaceX. And he just... He launched a Tesla into space, combining his two loves. Um, Founded in 2002. And Tesla is... No, it's no Nikola Tesla. But yeah, Tesla Inc. Oh, hang on. Oh, 2003. 2003. Whoa, yeah, SpaceX right. was founded a year before. Oh my god, that's pretty big. Um, he was um he was looking to buy some rockets basically from the Russians. They were kind of like old rockets, and they were obviously they were a bit shit. They were old rockets, and they were Russian. We're also anti-Russian on this podcast. Sorry, Kira Egan Savage. Um, and he was like, these are just too expensive. Why don't I just build some? And so he just like read some books on you know rockets, and then built some rockets, which I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and anyway, so when are we gonna go to Mars, Henry? How are we gonna do that? Um, we're gonna we're gonna go in a, like a really big rocket. You could call it like BFR. No, he calls it um yeah, a big fucking rocket. It's just BFR. Like. Just BFR. Yeah, sure, whatever. It doesn't stand for big fucking rocket. Obviously not. That would be silly and immature. Yeah. Um, so he's uh, just done some cool tests, launched a Tesla into space, and. Uh, you know, yeah, pretty soon. Gonna might be sending some people just like around the moon, just for like a little private banter. Um, pay him a couple million or something, just fly around the moon, look at it. Um, be quite cool, I guess. And then uh, yeah, go to Mars. So you're gonna die on Mars, Henry. So I, I think what's cool about um, uh, SpaceX is that they're they're doing this all like profitably. So basically, like governments sort of gave up on the whole space thing. Like we went to the moon. But it was sort of like a political vehicle for progress or being like the world top superpower. Um, and then we, you know, we ticked it off and nothing really happened for a long time. But I don't know, like, I think, I think the, the, the technological effects and innovations that come from space travel will trickle down into every society. Graphite pencils, everyone. Space invention. You can um, thank NASA for that. Um, but, but, but also just like general computing and well, simulation. Pencils, simulate. cool. pencils are cool. Yeah, but Thanks. but like a whole load, a whole load of stuff. I think will sort of um come back in, and, and also it's just like it's just like fundamentally cool. Like we, we have to like push. I don't know. Jake was saying this. We have to like uh, our friend Jake, who was also in Ramble. Jake Taylor. Whoop. We we have to like you know push our the, the current envelope of like human knowledge on how to just launch stuff and make it go very far away i think we should do it yeah so, i like yeah. space um we'll do a poll after this i'll post a link or something um who thinks pluto should still be a planet um i do henry no opinion oh interesting answer there probably just doesn't want to get kicked off the podcast um <laughs> all right moving on from that. um moving on from that though i was just gonna finish off with just uh Another little anti-US salvo. Um, 
just to, you know, just to, it's not baseless, you know, some people are going to Mars, private individuals who are just like fucking around, just like, oh, I'll go to Mars, little, you know, fucking Donald Trump, got a, you know, small dick, small brain, small hands, um, oh, let's go back to the moon, um, really fucked around with NASA's funding, NASA, by the way, which has received in its entire life less funding than the US Army receives every single year, um, yeah, how stupid is that, and, uh, yeah, he's basically cancelled their Mars mission and has them going back to the moon now for kind of no discernible reason, really, other than he probably has never actually heard of Mars because it was a full, like, what, four planets into my very eccentric mother, etc. Um, poor guy. Anyway, anti-US. Um, next thing. Monzo. Yeah, so... Um... We fucking love Monzo. We're so, very pro Monzo. So we 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 like we like um we like uh, anyone who who's smart and um uh you know use use their smarts to uh try and try to influence uh you know a positive change in the world. Um, but particularly, yeah, yeah. I, I I particularly like like uh, Monzo because um it's it's started. Uh, by a guy who uh, before that worked on a de- direct debit company and just clearly had like a very nice linear progression uh, towards starting a bank. And um, Tom Blomfield, great guy. And uh, um, I, I actually met him. Uh, oh, hello. Twi- twice now. Twice now. Wow. Yeah. I also um, I know someone who knows someone who kissed him. Can't remember who exactly. It's not a great story, but maybe we'll find out on a later episode. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Henry um, and I were also in a in a club once, and uh, Henry was wearing a Monzo t shirt. I bought him. Some girl. She was like, "Oh shit, do you work there?" Did he? No. no. But yeah, still um, looked cool because Monzo. But yeah, so so I don't know. Cool. I don't know. Like, it's it's pretty hard to like start a new bank and make it cool, but you've got you've got to admire that. Uh, a lot of people behind it. A lot of people clearly love it. Um, they've done multiple crowdfunding campaigns, which I think have gone on to be uh, some of the most successful uh, crowdfunding campaigns so uh, ever. And you know that that's great for building a sense of community around a new product. Um, and I think they've already got acquisition offers from you know established banks, and you know this Ooh. is this is probably going to be like cool for them, but scary. Yeah, we don't like that. We don't like established banks. Yeah, we don't. Well, we're anti-capitalism. But they've, they've, they've turned. Henry kind of would say he isn't, but I don't think I can be. We but, are. But um, um, yeah, uh, established banks. Uh, I don't know. Some would say kind of lame. They're um, probably pretty. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty lame. They're probably pretty lame. I mean, let's be real. Like, what the fuck is it? Oh, I buy something, and you can't tell me the money's gone out of my account for like three days. Like, suck a dick. Monzo can tell me in five seconds. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, if you're listening, HSBC, etc. Boo. So, what 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 happened essentially is that you know these these established banks. Um, had decades of what what in you know in, in coder world is called technical debt, where essentially you've got stuff written in programming languages um, that no one really knows anymore. So they literally have to like pay people who are sixty to come back. <laughs> people, literally people who are retired, they have to pay them so much <coughs> that they'll come back and 
uh, <coughs> write code in a language that no one uses anymore and uh, it takes like a month to literally get anything done. Um, I've heard of a piece of software in a very like big established bank that took six years to even uh, start going into testing. Um, uh. Yeah. I mean, uh. like, but um, and what's really cool at Monzo is that they've they've released a white paper on how all their systems work. Um, uh, they they constantly contribute back to the sort of like technical community. Um, and yeah, like the, the, it, it's hard not to like them. I think they've done very well in terms of messaging and brand, etc. So, yeah, yeah, I think they're pretty cool. Um, yeah, they now got a full bank account. Full bank account. Um, they have about four hundred thirty thousand people signed up to it, and um, they've got another like couple hundred thousand people who need to switch over by the I don't know fourth, fifth, sixth of April. Um, but Alex, what is con- concretely other than a slick app? What is better about Monzo than your normal bank? Um, well, I mean, mostly the slick app. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the, the big thing. I'm so not if you lie. like slick apps, you'll probably love Monzo. Like slick apps, if you like uh, being able to. Um, I'll tell you the one the one bank who seems to have done a fairly decent job actually are Santander. They have a Spendalytics app, which actually looks not too disgusting. Um, which is impressive for something probably built by, you know, 60-year-olds. Um, and it does let you kind of set targets, look at your spending across categories. But Monzo does it all in a slick way. And you get your instant notifications. You can pay your mates without having to hassle with, you know, a sort code and account number. What's that? Um, who cares? You know, bring on chips in your hands. Just tap it. Boom. You pay your mate. Like, stuff like that, you know. Um... So yeah, I would say mostly most of this like community engagement actually is lovely. I'm a pretty active member on the forum, um, <laughs> obviously. Um, you get a lot of good stuff off them. The, the developers are always in there chatting. They're letting you know. Um, I'm about to get to do some fantastic. Oh yeah, shit. Me and uh, I got Hannah signed up to it as well. We're uh, doing some testing for like three weeks, just like let, testing the new targets, features, blah blah blah. And they are paying us quite handsomely. Cheeky little hundred eighty pounds. They're a lovely bank. Um, Shout out to Hannah Beer, Alex's girlfriend. Um, I love her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Overall, though, Monzo, like 10 out of 10, maybe even an 11, to be honest. I like them. I like them as much as I like City Mapper. Um, and City Mapper has been my favorite app for years. City Mapper is just great. If you live anywhere that is a city, you could probably use City Mapper. It's in a hell of a lot of cities now, and it's just, it's just fit. Um, yeah, Henry, check that, check that shit. Um, in London, they've just launched Smart Ride. We haven't even talked about that off the podcast. Yeah, we Let's fucking talk about Smart Ride. Um, they've just launched Smart Ride inside London. Okay, so it took me a few, like a few, like a, a two days to understand this fully. I read their blog post. But they're calling it right. It's it's a network, yeah? yeah. So if you think about it, like you have your like you have your tube network, right? Or, or or a bus network or whatever. There are different stations and stuff. The city map is smart, right? They've had to like skirt the regs a little bit because obviously classic boring regulation. Um, I don't mean that in some sort of moronic capitalist liberally sense though. Um, regulation is good in lots of ways. Basically, they can only have up to eight people because they have more than eight, they become a bus and they can't change their routes. So what it is, is there aren't routes. 
there is a network of say like 12 different stops arranged you know randomly on this grid and the city mapper smart ride minibuses can go between them in any order so it just depends who's getting on and who wants to get off and who wants to get on like that's all it is there's no set route they just kind of pop around between these different points on the network and right now it's like a pound right and it's going basically in a belt across like central london like it's that just extended to paddington today so clearly it's going well because it only launched like two weeks ago and they've already expanded okay so you can go anywhere from like paddington across to the middle where we've got like you you know you're houston and you're this and you're that all the way over to like the kind of city area farringdon like blah 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 moorgate whatever and it's just cool they're fucking cool they've just been doing their beautiful app for so long, just aggregating the transport data, which, I mean, TFL have missed a trick here, TFL have fit, but, like, why didn't they just build a nice app one day? Like, why didn't they just do it? Like, because they just, they use TFL data, like, that's something TFL are great at, they give all their data just away, they've got some sick APIs, Henry, API? Uh, application programming interface, but mm. just think of it like, you're an organisation, and you expose a server be like hey you can have like this data and like it sort of just like sends it in the mail but not the mail you know just like <laughs> the, just, the a, i just mean like over the internet really yeah like uh, electronic so, mail but also not electronic mail it just sends like all the data hilarious that, that nice... was called that and we still just call it that and will forever we'll call it that when post has stopped existing yeah. it'll still be email still be email. um but yeah. There, yeah so tfl just let everyone have their data and city map will just use it and they put it in a beautiful little app they release great updates again always at the app release notes why who are messenger oh every two weeks we release an app update to make things better for you shut the fuck up and tell me what's changed city mapper do it beautifully they put rhymes and they put limericks they put great features i just love them and city map smart ride it's a cool tool um so so alex and i we, well i mean like there was this one time where we were going to meet at kfc <laughs> No, we can tell the story. Yeah, yeah we can we, tell the story. We, and um, uh, City Mapper got the uh, the KFC. Like I put in like KFC Camden because Alex lives in in Mornington Crescent, like Cam, like very much Camden. But it gave like the first result it gave me was um, like a KFC down by Tottenham Court Road, which is like more like central London. And um, you know, like we we sort of Alex just like was like you know you should you should write up on do a new design on how that should work and then I, I did it and I sent it over to them and they really liked it and you know we got to have, like, they invited me in we had a chat it was it was pretty cool it was pretty um, it was pretty sick Henry was just like yo guys you should do this and he gave them some little design tips as well it's pretty sick because they did have there's some weird behavior happening you know you were pressing back on a screen you thought it was gonna take you somewhere and it, it didn't take you where you thought it was gonna take you you know but they were cool about it they were cool about it and uh, yeah. 10 out of 10. Keep it up, Just guys. 10 out of 10, great company. Um, um, so I think we're probably going to like, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, you know, um, I just want to do like a little summary. Um, we're anti-US. Um, we're pro-Mars. Um, we're pro-Monzo. Uh, we're also anti-capitalism. Um, it's a shame we live within its restraints, but I hope to break free one day. And we are very pro city mapper also. Um, yeah. This was a fun little talk about tech, I guess. Yeah, no, I think so. You know, some, yeah, gen generally, Hen Henry's the tech guest, you know. Um, I love tech too, though, so it's okay. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, um, whoever has. 
And, uh, you know, see you uh, sometime round. <laughs> 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 <laughs>